Welcome to the IT Career Energizer podcast. For anyone who wants to build and grow a career in IT, develop and improve your strengths and skills, be inspired and motivated by the successes of others, manage your career progression, and achieve your IT career goals. And now, your host, Phil Burgess. Welcome to episode 186 of the IT Career Energizer podcast. My guest on today's show is a senior cloud advocate for Microsoft. As a member of the Azure engineering team, he engages with the community and customers around the world to share his knowledge and collect feedback to improve the Azure platform. Prior to working for Microsoft, he was a lead architect for a consulting and engineering company in Switzerland. So welcome to the IT Career Energizer podcast, Thomas Maurer. Hi, Phil. Thank you very much for having me. You're welcome, and I'm very pleased to have you on the show. So, Thomas, could you perhaps tell us a little bit about your background um, before you joined Microsoft? Yeah, absolutely. So I started my career very early on in IT. Uh, I'm basically directly after school. I, I started my IT career and then I worked for a consulting company, and then after that for a service provider, which was great. And then I finally got to the latest consulting and engineering company I was before I joined Microsoft, and that's also where I became a Microsoft MVP and where I started basically my work with the community or within the community. And in terms of joining Microsoft, what, what attracted you to actually joining them and working with the Azure team? <laughs> well, I was working with Azure a lot and I really use the product a lot. I see a lot of like Microsoft is we are moving in that direction. We are uh, there are a lot of great minds working on that product or on that platform. And then when I got asked from my current boss uh, if I would not be interested, what also was uh, very interesting for me was the current role I'm doing. Like as a cloud advocate, I still got to be part of the community. I still got to be part of like speaking at events, creating content and speaking with customers and community to see what we, what we can do, what works for them, what does not work for them. And then hopefully improve the product directions or influence the product directions to improve the products. And, and presumably in your role as well, you do a lot of traveling around and, and uh, you obviously speak at a lot of conferences. Do you get a lot of engagement from people at those conferences as well, both during and afterwards? It depends, yes. Um, some of them, like depending on, on their personality, like it's sometimes difficult to just, people are not willing to just say hi, but um, absolutely we love to do that. And uh, that's why we go to such events, not just to be there and just speak a little bit about how great the things are, which we are doing, uh, yep. we also there to listen a lot, right? So this is a very important part of our job is to listen to customers and to community and think about what's in their mind. What is like the things which are blocking them to use more of the cloud services or what is blocking them to do a better job for the company? And then we will try to help if we can, we try to like help with improving the product, creating the necessary documentation or creating little tools and scripts. So that's basically what, what we do um, uh, is really help first, sell last. Yes. Yeah. It must be very enjoyable to do that as well. Absolutely. I mean, it's it's such a great feeling when, when you 
could help someone, right? When, when you were able to help someone solving their problem or just a small thing and then getting a thank you from them because they're happy you made their day better, this, that feeling is just great. I think that's a great thing. So, Thomas, can you share a top career tip with the IT Career Energizer audience, one they perhaps don't know and should? I was thinking a lot about what would I think about that. I mean, obviously, you need to work hard and, and, and do things, and you never, never stop learning and all those cliche ones, right? However, I think what also is very important and what helped me a lot is staying positive, right? There are always ups and downs, and there's always things going wrong. There are things going in the wrong direction. You do mistakes. You screw up. Maybe something is not the way you want it to be. But if you have that positive attitude, I think it will magically give you success in the things you do. Um, Sometimes it needs a little bit of time. But again, I think that is very important. I see so many people who are miserable, are very negative about things what happens. And for them, like... It seems to be like they are like attracting all the negative things with that, right? So they get more and more. The next thing happens. This thing happens. I feel personally, if you stay positive in your career, positive things will happen to you. Uh, Sounds very silly, but I I really think for my case, that is very true. And that's partly a mindset thing as well, isn't it? It's the way you think about it yourself and therefore how you project that out in your working environment and it's sort of um one of those things that sort of almost you can condition yourself i suppose to be more positive oh absolutely absolutely i completely agree with that and it can also have an impact in your team members or even on your boss or in the whole company right or the people you work with when you're optimistic and have that attitude that things are going to be okay i mean even if they're tough right now that will go to other people as well and and that gives a lot of energy inside the company i think it's the phrase enthusiasm can be infectious absolutely yeah that's that's a pretty good phrase so thomas can you perhaps tell us about your worst it career moment and what you learned from that experience yes absolutely so i mean that's this can is not just related to it this really can happen to everyone right um so at one point, I decided to look for a new job. Um, I was already working for a company, I think for two or three years. And I just saw that, like, I want to do the next step, right? So I wanted to look out um, a new challenge, find a new challenge for that. And I was looking for new openings and I was looking at different companies and I saw a company which had openings, which was super successful, in my opinion, in Switzerland. I uh, really wanted to join them. Great people. They always give gave talks about uh, Microsoft products. They were like, kind of like my heroes back in the day. And uh, they had an opening, but I was like, okay, uh, I'm not really good enough, probably. And uh, yeah, I need to start like lower. And I did not really apply for that job. So I was looking for other jobs, and I found a couple of them. And at the end, I decided to join another company. And when I pick up my phone uh, to tell one person from Microsoft that I got this new job, he basically told me on the phone, I was super excited, right? You can imagine, uh, super happy. You tell someone about your new job and, and, and you're full of energy and ready to like 
get you all the congratulations. And I pick up the phone and call him. And he basically told me on the other hand, like, just, are you crazy? Are you insane? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) um, Why did you not ask me? I could have checked out with this other company. This would have been a good choice, right? And uh, everything. And I was like, I mean, he did like in a a fun way, right? He did not destroy me in that way. But still, I was a little bit shocked at that moment. And then I started that job. And I was hired back then as a... Uh, Hyper-V virtualization consultant. And that was basically the things I should have done. But they did not have really the projects uh, to, to, to like let me work on this. Right. And um, so the worst decision was really to basically not apply to this other job, which I really wanted, right? Yep. But the things turned then around. So it turned out to one of my best choices I made, probably. A difficult one was that they then called me because the guy from Microsoft who told me, look, better should have joined that company. He basically got in contact with them. And then they started calling me and asking me if I don't want to like, like meet with them and talk to see like, yeah, if, if we were to be a fit. And I was like, I just started a new job, right? I like I'm there for two weeks. <laughs> yes. But at one point I really gave up uh, and said, okay, let's, let's meet. Uh, I want to, I want to, I want to talk to you guys. We met for dinner and basically they were like three of those guys from that company. It was a very small company. And so, but three of those guys were sitting there in the restaurant and um, we're eating. And I, I, like, as a very young person, I was like, okay, yeah, sounds very good. But I promised myself I will not tell them yes in that specific evening that I will join. Uh, I told them I will at least have one night of sleep (laughs) to join them. And then next morning, I got up eight o'clock or something like that. I sent them the email. Yes, I accept your job and um, basically quit my job in like, which I had in the first three weeks, uh, which is for me, it was a big risk, right? Because I, you never know how things turn out. The other job was, was good. However, I really wanted to work for that company. So I took that risk. And I think that was one of the best decisions I made for myself. <laughs> <laughs> right. Fair enough. Yes. So obviously we sort of combined a couple of things there, but I'd like to ask you maybe as well to tell us about your career highlight um, or greatest success. Yeah, that's also a a very good one. I mean, obviously that decision was one of, I, I just mentioned was one of the best I made. However, I think if I talk about the right highlight, I would think when I got my first MVP award, I think that was back in 2012, if I remember correctly. And I was super excited when I got it. I can remember I knew I was nominated. However, how the process works is following. Um, you basically get, you do a lot of community work. You write blogs, you create tools, you do videos, you speak at conferences, whatever you do. They just need to be part of the, of the community and work on different technologies. And then you be, need to be nominated by someone to become an MVP. And I knew that one of the uh, of a German MVPs, um, his name was Karsten Rachfall, I knew that he nominated me. He met with me, did a short video interview with me. He said, look, I saw you on Twitter and on your blog, and I think you did a great job there. I want that you become an MVP. And I was like, wow, okay, that's super exciting, right? Um, I mean, this is also a guy which was I was looking up to, like a lot of them. 
And then, uh, yeah, I, I, I knew that he nominated, but then Microsoft sent me back then an Excel spreadsheet, which I need to fill out with like the things I did, right? So they have a complete picture of me. What do I actually do in the community? And then I didn't hear anything for a couple of months because in that time, it was like there were quarterly announcements of MVPs. So I think it was in, when I did that was end of July or something um, or beginning of August. And so I had to wait for 1st of October for the announcement. And you don't get any warnings, right? You don't really know. And at four o'clock my time in the evening, they send out the congratulations emails that you received the award. And I knew that because that was like always the case. And so I was, <laughs> I remember exactly, I was sitting at the customer, but at four o'clock or shortly before four o'clock, I couldn't really focus on work anymore. I really was like, okay, let's check the inbox and wait uh, if, if I got this one uh, or not. Because a lot of like, a lot of times you don't get it at the first try or, I mean, there's, back then I did not have a lot of experience in those things and and then I remember I saw already on Twitter that a couple of people received it and some of the renewed MVPs got their emails and then finally I think it was five minutes after 4 p.m. or something like that I got my congratulations email and was so super excited about this uh, this award and this recognition from Microsoft yeah And, and you've won a few yeah, so after that, I think it got easier. You always have to, every year, you have to basically reapply or tell them, look, this is what I've done in the last year. Yes. Uh, and if that was, and if that is enough, you get another award, right? You stay until like you probably don't have time anymore to work with that. So this is also adds, sometimes I talk to a lot of, that, of other MVPs and it says like, it adds a lot of pressure to yourself uh, because you always want to keep it, right? You want to work yeah. for it hard to do that but yeah I, I i since then i love to be in the community i love to be like meeting with others and having the chance to connect with microsoft i think that the one of the best part is the special nda you get and the chance to meet with the product groups at the mvp summit i think that for me was really one of the most valuable things i got from from this mvp award yes okay so, Thomas, can you perhaps tell us what excites you about the future of the IT industry and careers in IT? It's fine that this question comes because I just had today, I had to talk about this. And I, I really believe that we are really blessed with our IT careers or our jobs in IT because we get to do a lot of exciting things and a lot of new things. Most of our job looks different every single day. That is what excites me a lot. And I think for our future, this is more true than ever. It's also challenging, obviously, to like change and do new things, but it's also super exciting. I see that we are in a big change in terms of what we do with cloud computing, uh, what we do probably in machine learning and AI. We have a lot of things doing going on in IoT, like when you think about connecting drones to the clouds and doing things with that. Yeah. The whole 5G innovation, which is happening for networking, which also bring a lot of change to the industry. And again, the whole AI and machine learning and data science perspective, those are all super interesting things. And I think 
that we are in a really big change and we will see one of the probably one of the largest or biggest changes since years what, what is happening now so that gets me really excited yeah it should be interesting to see how that evolves and changes and what it means in terms of what people will be doing and what opportunities will arise yeah absolutely and i think that's a very important word you just brought up is like opportunities right I see that, like, I mean, you can see that as challenges because you probably don't do the things anymore you did for the last couple of years, but it gives you a new opportunity to become really, really good in some new technology and probably become one of the top people in your country, in your company, or even worldwide in a specific technology, right? And I think that that, that I see as, this is really exciting. We're going to go into the reveal round now. Are you ready for this? Absolutely. So what first attracted you to a career in IT? I think I started with gaming. I think that was uh, gaming and then building your own computers and then installing and optimizing your operating systems. I think that was, was the thing when I got really attached and I was really start to think about being in IT. Yeah, I think you'll find a lot of people come in through gaming or that sort of initial exposure to to computers in that way. Yeah. What is the best career advice you've ever received? Don't complain that much. <laughs> I think that's that's definitely the, the, the best thing I, I uh, heard for a long time. Uh, stop complaining and doing things and try to make things better. That was definitely the best advice I ever got. And conversely, what is the worst advice you've ever received? That's very difficult, but I think the worst advice I ever got is like is someone saying like you should stretch the truth a little bit, and I'm not a big fan of that. I think um, whenever you do that, um, at the end people will you will lose their trust, and uh, people will find out, and that will be a big problem. Yeah, that's true. And if you were to begin your IT career again in today's world, what would you do? <laughs> I would try to become uh, someone like a, a data scientist or working with AI and machine learning. So you're looking at the modern, the more modern technologies at the moment. Yeah, exactly. I, I think those things are very early on. I don't think that we are here; they're already like super mature. But I, I see that they have endless possibilities, basically. Exactly, yeah. And what career objectives are you currently focusing on? So currently, I'm basically working, um, again, on the Azure on the Azure platform. And, and my career objectives are like, I'm still learning a lot with joining Microsoft in a specific, uh, working for a large company like Microsoft, which went through a lot of transitions. And um, I also learning from people and customers. And so I learned a lot to listen and think about what's going on and then um, make the right decisions and basically make the right assumptions from what you hear. And then in terms of technology, again, I, I work a lot with these different cloud technologies. I think um, that that's what we are looking at right now, especially also in, in, in things like hybrid and things. And what's the number one non-technical skill that has helped you in your career so far? I think being able to present in front of people, uh, listen and talk to people. I think that is my number one non-technical skill, which 
to be honest, I had to learn, which was uh, that in, uh, it was a lot of training, a lot of hours and a lot of effort I had to put in. If I talk, for example, to my mom uh, she would, uh, or my parents, she would always tell me like, we cannot believe that you do this and speak in front of so many people. When we, when you were a kid, you were so quiet um, uh, <laughs> and now you do this. So yeah, that is it. And what do you do to keep your own career energized? It's not that I'm thinking about like keeping my own career energized, like, but what does that for me is being a person who wants to know it all or not, maybe not everything, but want to know a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, so keep on learning, like trying out new things as soon as they come out, like really being at the bleeding edge of products and services. I think that that is what, what keeps me energized. And what do you do in your spare time away from technology? I started to do a lot of sports. Uh, I like running, playing badminton with friends, or even going to the gym. But I think most of the time really running helps me think and calm down and relax. So this is definitely the one thing I, I, I do whenever I can or I have some free time. Yeah, so a bit of a break away from the day-to-day. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I, it's the it's the one time probably in, in, in the life where you're completely disconnected. If you do it without a phone and everything, uh, there's no way you can be interrupted or anything or you can have a look at something. You really need to live in the moment, enjoy the things you see during running and think in your head about what's happening and what you want to do and, and things like that. Yeah. And Thomas, can you share a parting piece of career advice with the IT Career Energizer audience? It sounds silly and it sounds probably something a lot of people say, but I think never give up uh, is one of the things which are very important. Uh, I have a lot of people, for example, coming to me and telling me, look, when you do things, you present, you do your demos, everything looks so easy. But when I try it, it's so hard. And then I realize how much time and effort we actually put in, we, how much time we struggle with, with demos and prepare them, right? And I think that's where, where you just, if you, if you give up after a couple of minutes trying something, you will not succeed in that. And, and we spent, our, especially our team, we talked and discussed it in the team, we spent hours and hours preparing our demos. And like even for a small two minutes demo, we spent, we invest probably... 10 hours or something like that to get it right, to get the preparation right, to make it work, to make it look easy, to bring the point, to bring the real point. So I think that is just an example where you see that you, even in small things, it's sometimes it's, it's just said, like it's easily said to, yeah, never give up, but it really is never give up even with small things. Yeah, so persistency and practice and, and uh, putting the time in. Absolutely, yes, yes. And Finally, what's the best way we can find out more about you and connect with you? Yeah, so definitely follow my blog on thomasmaurer.ch or follow me on Twitter at thomasmaurer or you can also find me on LinkedIn and connect with me there if you want to talk. I'm happy to listen. I'm happy to get some feedback. I get happy to get questions and just have a talk. So if there is anything, just reach out to me especially myself and, and the team I work with. Again, we are there to help. Uh, we love being part of the community. 
We want to know how we as a team, but also as Microsoft can do better. Thomas, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. It's been great chatting with you. Well, thank you, Phil. Thanks for having me. Uh, It was an honor to be on your podcast and I hope to meet you soon in person. A quick thank you again to my guest on today's show for sharing their career tips, advice and experiences. You'll find a show notes page for today's episode on the IT Career Energizer website, which will be itcareerenergizer.com slash e and then the number of today's episode. Now that there are three new episodes of the show every week, make sure that you're subscribed to the show so you don't miss out. And don't forget to join the new IT Career Energizer community group in Facebook. If you're enjoying the podcast, it would be great to hear from you and to learn about your own career journey, your successes, opinions and thoughts on the future of the industry. Thanks for supporting the show. And remember, if you're not growing your career, you're slowing your career. Thanks for listening to the IT Career Energizer podcast. To find out more about building a successful career in IT, visit itcareerenergizer.com.